Good morning. Well, I mean, maybe I should just say happy Tuesday because I don't know if you're listening to this in the morning. Uh, The randomness of Michelle. Anyways, it is Tuesday. This is episode 245. Oh my goodness. And as of this morning recording this, we have surpassed 76,000 downloads. Still absolutely blows my mind. Today, I am sharing something with you that I found while I was going through boxes from the garage fire. No, we're not back in our house yet. No, we haven't started any construction, nothing. It's uh, two and a half months out, but it's okay. God is good. And we're seeing his hand in so many different ways. And one is in finding things that I don't even remember. I am sharing with you, it's so funny how the Lord works, isn't it? I'm sharing with you sermon notes from a message when I was in high school about vision, goals, and God's will. Now, obviously, as a high schooler, I would have taken those in one way. And what's so amazing to me is that I took notes because even as a high schooler, The idea of honoring the Lord was important to me, and I wanted to have a vision and goals that were God-honoring. Of course, they look different, you know, played out now, Um, but I love seeing this. And as I was reading through these, first of all, my penmanship is terrible. Second, these are so applicable. So this is 30 years ago, 30 plus years ago, and I'm going to share this with you. And... I'm really anxious to hear how this hits your heart and what the Lord has you walking through right now. So grab a notebook and let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, friend, like I said, I am sharing sermon notes from when I was in high school. So just so you know, I graduated from high school in 1991, and I have had the privilege of of sitting under solid teaching my entire life, and I do not take that for granted at all. And it was 
Like there's one thing to know that, right? And then there's another to look back at some of the sermon notes that I took as this young high schooler. I don't have the year, but I know this message was preached on October 24th. So I guess I could go back to, uh, you know, the late 80s, early 90s and figure out what day of the week or, or what Wednesday that fell on. So if somebody wants to do that, go for it and let me know what it was. But it, it really is kind of amazing. And like I said in the intro, I think what got me and, and what made me um, like take a, a double take was to see that the title of this message was Vision, Goals, and God's Will. And you don't have to know me very long to know that I love me some goals. I love them. And I think as business owners, goals come very, I don't want to mean, I don't mean easy, like, oh yeah, put those together, but it makes sense, right? We have goals for our business. We have goals for what we're doing. We probably have personal goals, but sometimes those personal goals, those spiritual goals, they, um, for me at least, they come a little bit harder, in fact, even as I say like spiritual goals or or biblical goals, or I don't even know if that's a, a term, um, but something for your spiritual life, like your relationship with Christ. Like for me, I have a goal to read through the Bible, Genesis to Revelations, and some of you are doing the same thing. Maybe you have a goal to read through different, you know, um, books or do, do different Bible studies or whatever. Um, but I also have a goal to have a deeper and more solid and strengthened relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I can measure reading through the Bible. And as business owners, we understand measurable. Hello, specific, measurable, attainable, you know, smart goals. We get that. But sometimes it doesn't, at least in my mind, correlate as easily to my spiritual life and my relationship with Jesus. Like I can't measure necessarily the growth of my relationship with Jesus. I can feel it and I can look back and go, oh my goodness, there's definitely areas where I have grown. And of course, there's areas in which my I'm like, what? I haven't grown at all. Um, and that's that's what happens, right? That's our life and, and recognizing those spots. So the way that I'm taking this message for us today, obviously, as I said in the, the intro, um, as a high school student writing these things down, these goals and these visions and God's will for my life at that time looked different, right? I'm approaching maybe, you know, I've got friend issues and I've got school issues and, you know, I've got college to look forward to and, and different things like that. But I want us to take these 11 questions and ask them before we do something within our business. Our economy here in the United States and, and probably the world is a little funky right now, isn't it? I mean, that's putting it nicely, right? <laughs> putting it mildly. We're in a funky spot at the moment. Um, and so it can, maybe you find yourself in a like, I don't know, Lord, is this where you want me? Is there something else that you want for me to do? And and maybe you're trying to figure out like, what does that look like? What, is, what do your goals look like within the business that you're currently in? So I'm going to go through these 11 questions and I want you to write them down. So if you don't have a pen and paper or your notes app, go grab one. If you're driving, listen and then 
see where we are at this right now. Like go look at the timestamp and just come back to this part so you can write these down and use this as a bit of your litmus test to determine like, is this a good goal to go for? Is this something to do and really have the Lord speak to your heart. I mean, first and foremost, always, always, always go to the Lord in prayer because, because that's how we communicate with the Lord. And I don't know about you, but there's many times where I have just steamrolled ahead and I have missed opportunities to learn. I am a steamroller. Hi, my name is Michelle. I am a steamroller. That's what I do. I am a bull in a china shop. And you would think by this time in my life, I would figure out that I just need to put the brakes on. And too often I get into something and go, oh, wait, hold up. I need to pray. And so I'm just going to go ahead. I feel the Lord putting it on my heart right now just to pray for us because maybe you're driving around right now and you just, you can't stop and pray. So I'm going to pray for us right now. I'm just going to ask the Lord to open our hearts that he's going to use my mouth that gets me in so much trouble so many times that he's going to use this mouth as a vessel for him. So dear gracious father, we just come before you right now. Now, you know where each of us are in our business right now. You know the frustrations, you know the joys, the sorrows, the ups, the downs, all of it. And I pray that you would use these questions to touch our heart in a way that maybe we haven't before, that we would be more in tune with some of these decisions that we're making, that we would take these questions and and answer them as a, as a guide for what you would have us to do. Lord, make it clear. If there's one thing I know that she is praying for after her desire to honor you, Lord, is clarity. She wants to know, she wants you to confirm with her that she is doing what you want her to do. And I know that because that's what I desire. I want, I want the the sky writing saying, Michelle, do this. And I know that's what she wants as well, Lord. And help us to use these questions as a guide for what to do to go to the right, to the left, or to stay the course, Lord, and wait upon you. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Use my mouth as a vessel for you, Father, and in your son's precious name. Amen. Okay, girl, let's get into it. 11 questions to ask before doing something. And before we go there, I want to read from Galatians 5, 16 and 17. So there were a few verses in... (laughs) You know, high school Michelle needs to get better about writing her notes. Um, As I said in the intro, the penmanship is atrocious. And secondly, things were just not super clear in there. And so I was reading through some of the verses and I was failing to see some of the correlations. But I did, as I was reading through Galatians um, 5, 16 and 17, I wanted to share these verses because I feel like it is so much our heart. But I say... I believe this is Paul speaking, right? But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So friend, I know, I know I have talked to enough of you to know that your number one desire in everything you do is to honor God the Lord. And I love what he's saying here is, you know, we want to walk by the spirit because we don't want to gratify the desires of the flesh. And that so perfectly describes what the the struggle I feel. Like I want to walk by the spirit, but then my flesh is like, "Oh, do this." And it seems right and, you know, like 
ah, what do I do? But if we, the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. Our flesh, our flesh Mm. is sinful. It's wicked. It's evil. And it desires, its knee-jerk reaction is to go against the spirit. We know that, right? That's why we need to be renewing our mind over and over again. So we, we catch ourselves immediately, right? The desires of the spirit are against the flesh. We want to align ourselves with what the spirit wants for us. And friend, side note, if as you're reading, something I've been doing is I've taken a red colored pencil and um, like color in just the word Holy Spirit or spirit anytime that I see it, that it is referring to the Holy Spirit and holy cow, the amount of times that he appears in the Old Testament is mind blowing. I will be very honest. I have not given the Holy Spirit the credit that he is due, and it has opened my eyes to that. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, friend. We need to use that. We need to talk to him so that he can point out what is aligned with him and what is aligned with our flesh. Okay, here are 11 questions to ask us, ask ourselves to really help us determine between what is aligned with the Spirit and what is aligned with the flesh. Number one, Number one, is it consistent with the Ten Commandments? So are you seeking to do something that violates the Ten Commandments? I mean, that is an immediate, absolute no. I know that I have always been, you know, I've shared on the podcast multiple times, like we need to pray about these things and we need to, you know, bring them before the Lord. But let's use these things. And absolutely, we need to do that. To do that. But let's use what we know in Scripture to be true. Is what what the what we're looking at is it violating the 10 commandments and there's there're 10 of them friend it's not just murder and adultery like there's some serious things there is it violating number 2 will it deepen my relationship with Christ is moving forward with whatever decision you're making going to deepen your relationship with Christ oh my goodness full stop right there like if it is a no it's a no friend If your desire is to honor the Lord and whatever you're going to do is not going to deepen your relationship with Christ, back up, return, do not pass go, over, done with. Number three, is it, whatever you're going to do, an extension of Christ's life, his message, and his kingdom? Oh, man. Remember, I was hearing this message as a teenager. Is what you're doing an extension of Christ's life? his message, and his kingdom. You can be in a secular environment and be an extension of Christ's life, message, and kingdom. That's light, right? That's light in the darkness. That's salt. Okay, number four. If I do this, will it enable me to grow as his disciple? Again, here's what I love over and over and over again. And it goes, and I'm just realizing this as I'm saying this now, how perfectly it aligns with my desire to grow deeper roots with that growth, that deep growth with Jesus, that relationship with Jesus. And I know that's what you want too. If you do what you have set before you, what you've been praying about, what you've been thinking about, what you've been considering, will it enable you to grow as his disciple? Oh. Number five, is there a spiritual basis for it? Like, is there a spiritual reason for this? Not everything we do is quote unquote, you know, spiritual. Like you got to go to the market, right? Right. But you've got to go to work. But is there a spiritual reason for doing what you're going to do? Number six is, I love this. 
Listen to this wording. Is it adventurous enough to need the Lord's power to accomplish it? Think about that for a second. I'm going to read it again. Is it adventurous enough to need the Lord's power to accomplish it? Friend, how many of us are able and capable to do so many things in our own power, in our own ability, right? Uh, Yeah, guilty right here, right here. If we were in a room of you, I would see it in your eyes. Those of you who did not want to acknowledge it and those who are like me and like hands straight up, yep, I, I, I feel like I'm pretty capable. And so sometimes I'm like, I got this. I got this. And so I am, I'm taking the easy way out, right? But, but is what you need to do or what's in front of you, is it adventurous enough? That means, is it going to take you out of your comfort zone enough to need the Lord's power to accomplish it? Holy cow. Number seven, has prolonged prayer and thought produced peace about it? Again, we do not run from our feelings. Like, I mean, we don't not run from them. I mean, we don't act upon our feelings first and foremost, right? Because feelings are like trains. There's a new one that comes every 10 seconds. And as women, depending on what time of your month you're in and where you are in your cycle, I mean, hello, those feelings all over the place. Um, But has prolonged prayer produced peace? Now, let's be clear. Prolonged prayer could be, you know, 30 minutes that you've been praying through this thing. Uh, It could be three days, could be a couple months, but has prolonged prayer and thought produced peace about it. Number eight, is it something for which I can praise him in advance for doing or receiving it? Oh my goodness. I remember getting the phone call from our then landlord telling us that he wanted to sell the house to us and, you know, is, is that something that we would want to do? And I remember hanging up the phone and just so you know, friends, um, (laughs) I've put my thumb and my pinky to my mouth, like, you know, an ear, like, you know, when, when I was in high school, how we answered the phone. And then when I said hung it up, I like actually hung it up. So anyone who is, you know, in born (laughs) after what, 2000 something, when we only had cell phones, you'll be like, what are we talking about? Um, so that was a side note. Um, But I remember hanging up the phone and looking up and saying, okay, Lord, I cannot wait to see what you do here. Is that my response every time? Uh, No. But in that moment, I remember thinking, okay, Lord, this is going to be all your will, all your glory, all glory to you, whatever happens here. So is it something for which you can praise him in advance for doing or receiving it? Number nine, is it an expression of authentic love? And will it bring about good to the lives of the people involved? Ooh, is it an expression of authentic love? My first two thoughts were, oh, wow, we were talking about authenticity then too. <laughs> what goes around, like it, it's cyclical, right? We keep talking about this, authenticity. And will it bring about good to the lives of the people involved? Your family, maybe people that you work with, your children, your husband, you know, those around you. Great question, right? Number 10, will it be consistent with my basic purpose to love the Lord and be committed to others. Is it consistent with that? With your basic purpose 
to love and honor the Lord and be committed to others. Number 11, last one. Will it enable you to grow in the talents and gifts God has given you? Wow. Listen to this again. Write these down. Pray through these. Like, these are 11 incredible questions to ask and pray over whatever it is that you are considering, whatever the Lord has put on your heart. And as I've been talking about this, whatever's come to your mind, that's what you need to be praying through. Like if you're like, oh, I don't have any decision to make. And like something in the back of your head, like keeps coming up, um, friend, it's likely the Lord, like knock, knock, knock. Hello, sis, we need to, this, this is the thing I want you to be praying about. This happens to me quite frequently during communion and I try and dismiss it and dismiss it and dismiss it. And sometimes there's that person that comes to your head and you're like, oh, okay, I actually am going to have to humble myself and go, you know, just make things right with that person. So whatever that thing is that keeps coming to your mind, maybe it's to to walk away from something. Maybe it's to start something. Maybe it's to continue. Maybe it's a nuance within your business. Take it through these 11 questions and pray. Pray. Pray for peace. Father, I just thank you so much, one, for the opportunity that I have had to sit under such tremendous teaching from from the beginning of my life, Lord. And I thank you so much that truth is, it transcends time. It transcends situation, transcends situations and circumstances. And while I was a high schooler writing these things down and listening to this message, every single word of this is true for my life today, Lord. I pray that you would give me the peace. I pray that you would give every woman who is listening right now the peace that she needs for the questions and the circumstances that she is walking through right now. And I know she's walking through circumstances. She's trying to figure out, Lord, is this where you want me? Is this what you want me doing? Is this where you have me? Because her greatest desire is to honor you, Lord. And sometimes it feels so frustrating when we don't know if this is where you want us to be. Lord, I just pray that you would use this time to show myself and to show her the areas that you want us to bring before you. So that our goals and our vision are not our own, but they're yours. And they will strengthen us and deepen deepen us so that we might have an unshakable relationship with you, Father. Because we want to be guided by the Spirit and not our flesh. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that it is true yesterday, today, and always. And in your son's name, amen. Well, I didn't didn't really expect to cry there. Um, Obviously, this has touched a nerve far deeper than I realized. And I know I'm not alone. And in fact, the episode that is going to air on Thursday, 
episode 246 is going to be telling and sharing about an event that I went to where I had the opportunity to hear Priscilla Shire speak. And her words, her words were exactly what I needed to hear. And I know that there are so many of you who find yourself in a frustrated situation. You've poured your heart, your soul, your mind, your body, every fiber of your being into your business, into earning an additional income, not because you wanted the accolades, but because your family needs it. And yet you find yourself in a spot right now where you're like, okay, so things aren't going like I thought they would. What am I supposed to do? So I just want, um, it is my greatest prayer that this episode encourages you, that it it pulls you closer to Christ, that it brings you to your knees to take these things before him and to go through each of these questions with him. Write them out. Pray through them. Close yourself in the closet, in the bathroom, whatever you need to do for 10, 15 minutes and just pour your heart out to the Lord. If nothing else, friend, I want you to know I see you. The Lord sees you. And we're going to talk more about that on Thursday. So you're going to want to be there. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.